Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a podcast series focused on Intel Select Solutions, a suite of verified solution configurations that can help IT teams meet the demanding needs of a growing infrastructure. Here's your host, Jake Smith. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, wherever you may be listening. This is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies at Intel Corporation, and I'm joined by a good friend and longtime colleague, Todd Christ from the Enterprise Solutions Group, data center group here at Intel. And we're going to talk today about modernizing your IT infrastructure with select solutions for Microsoft Windows Server in 2019 version. But before we do that, Todd, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your role here at Intel? Absolutely. Again, my name is Todd Christ. I am a solutions architect in our enterprise and government team and our digital transformation organization and primarily work with a lot of our customers around the new hybrid and multi-cloud models and connecting customers between their on-premise data center and their public cloud data centers. And Microsoft has a great story for that as we move forward. You know, we've been working in the virtualization hybrid cloud space together for almost a decade. What is so important about the work that we've done to virtualize data centers with Intel Select Solutions? So we work pretty diligently with Microsoft in tandem to be able to develop these Intel Select Solutions. We take a lot of things into consideration whenever we build these designs and platforms and eventually test them out. We've talked with Microsoft around the growth path that they've seen with WSSD, now called Microsoft Azure Stack HCI, over the past couple of years. And it's a tremendous spike in growth just in the past year. And I know that with 2019, there's a lot of software optimizations that take advantage of the hardware that we do provide and all the underlying performance capabilities that are on our platform that allow the customer to see a true benefit whenever they upgrade and modernize from an older system with older software and older hardware and truly move into a new modernized infrastructure area. The nice thing with virtualization is that it really gives the customer more flexibility and elasticity in their data center. They're not stuck just having one server to do one thing. Once you virtualize your application, virtualize your systems, your system becomes much more fluid. You give yourself capability to have more uptime and be able to deal with any of the hardware issues that you have while still keeping your workload alive and moving it around the data center. Today we're announcing one of the biggest launches of our career. We're announcing the next generation of the Perly family, Xeon Scalable 6200 8200, 4200, the 200 series, the next generation in our Xeon scalable family with Optane data center persistent memory. Talk a little bit about the work we've done here to prepare for this launch over the years and what this means for the WSSD platform 2016 and the upcoming 2019. The newer processor that we have coming obviously has a tremendous amount of performance improvements and one of the biggest features is we get Intel Optane DC persistent memory as one of those features moving forward. The persistent memory capability has really been amplified by Microsoft. Microsoft looks at the different use cases that we provide with the hardware, and they've amplified each of those stories. Not only can you do it with memory mode, you can do it as storage mode, and you can also run in a mixed mode pattern as well. So not only being able to use this persistent memory as memory, but also as storage as well. They had a great demo at Microsoft Ignite 2018, 
and they showcased the highest performing WSSD stack in the world, essentially at 13.7 million IOPS. And that was mostly due to the Cascade Lake processor paired up with Intel Optane DC persistent memory, using that as cache for that storage subsystem to be able to get those tremendous numbers out of those platforms. What are some of the things that our listeners should be thinking about when they look to this next generation Xeon scalable platform? Definitely. With Microsoft Azure Stack HCI in mind, as customers modernize on this path to create a more nimble cloud model, whether it's in their private data center or moving into the public data center, Microsoft creates the great capability between both of those with Microsoft Azure Stack HCI being a virtualization stack inside your private data center. It really helps give customers the flexibility and functionality that they need. The Xeon scalable processor is finely tuned to run Hyper-V Uh, in that subsystem that is based inside Microsoft Azure Stack HCI. The 14 different partners that are working with Microsoft to be certified, they have gone through all the stringent testing. We have make sure that they have the proper hardware and sampling to be able to do all the testing prior to launch. And we're really helping to move the performance model forward because we're helping these customers understand that using an Intel Select solution, we're able to do a lot of that heavy lifting for them before they actually go and start to design their systems. The great thing with the Intel Select solution is that we've gone through the metrics of the right performance, the right software modeling, the right costs, and trying to fit that right workload model, no matter what the customer, whether they're edge, small data center, or very large data center. Let's talk about what security in the new architecture means for customers who are moving from Windows Server 2008 and Windows SQL Server 2008 R2 and previous versions. You know, one of the big stories that we have with Microsoft is that you can upgrade your software without upgrading your hardware. Uh, You don't get the best benefit. You can upgrade your hardware without upgrading your software. And again, you're missing out on that benefit. The true story here is whenever you modernize from you know, in this example, it's Windows Server 8 and SQL Server 2008. There was a lot of limitations as to what was provided back then based on the hardware capabilities and the software capabilities. Obviously, over the past you know, 10, 11 years, Microsoft has made tremendous changes in their software code, like Secure Hypervisor, being able to truly encrypt data, whether it's at rest or in motion. And likewise, Intel has marched forward as well. Over the past four or five generations of Xeons, we have truly evolved a lot of security built right into the platform itself. Obviously, we always look at that performance number, but security is a really big play for us as we move forward because a lot of customers are demanding that extra performance, but they also want to make sure they're secure with every one of those compute modules that they move forward with and ensure they have the right design that is built to make sure it's secure and performant as well. Well, we've made a pledge for security first, and you know we've certainly doubled down in the security space. Let's talk about where the select solution takes customers from Gen 1 to Gen 2. Yeah, so we've worked uh, pretty diligently on the Windows Server 16 model. So Windows Server 16 was a great platform to create WSSD having that cluster capability, having high-speed networking on the back end. So not only do you get, with WSSD, you get software-defined storage, software-defined compute, and software-defined networking. 
So it's a great capability to be able to create that hyper-converged infrastructure, hyper-converged model where you get the best hardware in each of the boxes. Each of the boxes is similar to each other, and Microsoft has really stitched them together with some great software, right? We always talk about software-defined infrastructure. Microsoft is definitely that software that is defining the infrastructure that customers are able to use. And the nice thing is going from Windows Server 16 to 19, not only have they improved their code base, they've improved performance, they're able to scale and provide a tremendous footprint for a lot of customers that want to really scale up and be able to create a large data store and virtualization model. But they're also looking at that edge model as well. A lot of customers are looking at two and three node type configurations for a small site or even a remote site type config. And Intel works with them as well on these types of models because we see that there's a lot of customers and companies that are really truly trying to push those uh, edge compute models out and be able to capture more data, be able to cleanse that data before they actually ship it all back into the private data center. And also with going from 2016 to 2019, it's timed out really well with second generation Intel Xeon scalable processor, which we also refer to as Cascade Lake, along with Intel Optane DC persistent memory, because now we have this new capability of persistent memory in the platform that we didn't have before. This truly provides some real performance gains as well as some cost savings that can be found when we go into this new virtualized model with Microsoft Azure Stack HCI. Let's talk about where an infrastructure that has containers, that has the capability to run open source, has flexible and portable databases, shielded VMs. What does that start to mean for uh, enterprises and governments and customers all around the world? What we've seen with customers over the past decade or so is, you know, before there was public cloud, everybody kind of ran, you know, private data center. We had connectivity to the internet and it was pretty simplistic. Once public cloud evolved, everybody saw this bright new shining thing that they wanted to go try out. And what we've noticed is through data regulations and things like GDPR and other governance around data is that customers are realizing that they can't keep all their data in public cloud. They want that flexibility to move it back on premise. And something that we've noticed is that the customers, whenever they did that move to public cloud, they kind of ignored a lot of the stuff that was happening in their private cloud subsystem. So they have a lot of old systems, a lot of outdated software. And Microsoft realized that and said, hey, with this Windows Server 2008 and SQL Server 2008 model, let's really help the customer understand that whenever they move their data back on-premise, let's make sure that they're doing it in the most secure way and gives them the best TCO possible. So this is really where hybrid cloud is starting to mature, where we're able to take the workloads that we had once moved up to public cloud or bringing them back down to private cloud and balancing that ecosystem the customer gets the benefit because they lower their TCO. They're able to keep nimble and flexible because they have cloud subsystems basically on both ends of the work stream, whether it's public or private. And it truly gives them what they've been looking for is that balance. Essentially, everybody's got their own private data center. The public cloud gives them that limitless data center, albeit at a certain cost, but they really want that flexibility and they enjoy the flexibility of public cloud and being able to take Microsoft Azure Stack HCI really gives you that private cloud virtualization model that gives you that flexibility to have that solid uptime as well as high performance, low latency, and really 
gives you that solid platform to be able to do, you know, your fastest, best work possible and keeping that data close to you to stay up with government type regulations or data regulations and be able to do the best work possible for their customers. So what does storage class memory or latency-free architectures or Intel Optane data center persistent memory technology, what does that really mean for the future of application development on top of environments like WSSD, Todd? I think over the next couple of years, uh, as we see persistent memory truly evolve and get out into the market, I think a lot of the software bases that are just starting to understand how to program to non-volatile memory are really going to be innovative, and I think we're going to see a lot of new changes. Microsoft, obviously, has been one of those tech leaders, essentially, in software, where they've taken the performance benefits of Optane DC persistent memory and truly optimized a lot of their code around these different types of models. Microsoft Azure Stack HCI gives you that tiering capability with your storage platform, so your entire subsystem is able to run at a higher speed going from a standard you know, hard disk drive with maybe a SATA-based SSD for cache into an all-NVMe storage with Intel Optane DC persistent memory as cache is a tremendous bump in performance. Uh, you're increasing your I.O., you're lowering your latency, and ultimately you're able to get data to move closer to the processor. And ultimately when you get that data closer to the processor, not only does your work run faster, but things run more efficiently and your TCO can go down. Another big benefit with Optane DC persistent memory is that we're looking at the cost modeling and truly helping customers be able to grow their data sets and be able to grow the number of VMs on a platform by keeping the costs under control as well. So now they're able to see more capacity at similar or lesser cost than what they've seen previously with just the DDR4-based platform. Let's talk about some of the performance we're seeing gen over gen. In some cases, we're now delivering, let's just say, at spec on each drive, almost 750,000 IOPS per drive. If we think of 10 years ago when we were delivering, I'll be generous, 250 IOPS per hard drive, we're in a wonderful position to provide as many cores as you need, a new transport architecture, caching, storage, memory architecture but we have to improve our software tools. What is some of the work that we're doing to do that with Microsoft? You know, we pretty much have guys sitting in Redmond working with Microsoft on a day-to-day -day basis, always optimizing and tuning the software to be able to make the best use of the hardware that we're providing. You know, we've done some studies over the past year and we've published some numbers of, you know, container density, right? Being able to do a, a Redis container optimization. We were able to get four times the amount of containers because we're able to provide more memory in the platform. Uh, another example is VM restart time. Whenever you're able to put your virtualized model and your storage subsystem on storage class memory, it can increase that reboot time by 12 and a half times. And uh, something I always like to say is that Intel always likes to chase the bottlenecks, right? So whether the network's faster one year, CPU might be faster the next year. Now we've got memory that's also playing in that space as well. And we're always trying to chase those bottlenecks that restrict customers from going that extra mile uh, with their software and being able to provide that service. So as we move into this next generation with Cascade Lake and Intel Optane DC persistent memory, I think this is going to be yet another move up the stack where customers are truly going to realize the benefit of our hardware 
Well, I couldn't agree more, Todd. Um, Gen 2, the 8200 and the 6200 series of processors is going to deliver unparalleled performance in the industry. You know, where can customers and our listeners learn more about the work that we're doing? If they go to intel.com slash select solutions, they can also go to microsoft.com to learn more about Azure Stack HCI. So uh, finally, for all of the Pittsburgh Steelers fans out there, and you and I are two of those fans, uh, give me your feelings on uh, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Oh, I'm a little hurt, but it's, uh, the team has evolved for decades and I think will continue to evolve. And much like Intel, right? Intel's been around for 50 years, and we've gone through ups and downs, and ultimately we're still on top. So I, I think we'll we'll still be there next year. Uh, I'm certainly as optimistic as you are. Uh, on behalf of Intel, behalf of my uh, dear friend and colleague Todd Christ, this is Jake Smith, and thank you for joining us for Conversations in the Cloud: Modernizing Your IT Infrastructure with Intel Select Solutions for Microsoft Windows Server Software Defined. 2019. Wherever you may be listening to this, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening.